from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. Did we just see one of the great heavyweight trilogies of all time come to an end over the weekend with Fury and Wilder? We'll discuss that in just a moment. Ken Levick alive with Dean Thomas here on this Tuesday on ESPN 106.3 free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. Hey, I want to tell you about True Freedom Therapy. I am all in on True Freedom Therapy because I've seen how it works, that it works, and how many people that it helps as well. Dean has seen it as well. We both have had the soft wave therapy at True Freedom Therapy up in Palm Beach Gardens. And uh, the, the soft wave therapy, Dean, it's just, it, it, it's just the sound waves. And uh, whether it's someone that's trying to regain some of the, uh, the, the, the bedroom ability that they had 15, 20 years prior, or if you have full-blown ED, where you are really struggling there, this can help that. But it's also for joints as well, for weekend warriors. There, This is really a fascinating way to get rid of pain or help revitalize your manhood. Well, yeah, and I can speak on both of them. And I'll tell you, so with the first one, like as you get older, you know, I'm 45 now. Mm-hmm. So as you get older, things don't work the same like they used to. So, you know, I got a little bit of help. And at 15, one 15 minute session, <laughs> after one session, I'm running around beating my chest like like King Kong. <laughs> I'm talking about I was the man. So maybe it's one session like Dean before he became King Kong. I was or- the, <laughs> yeah, I was the man. I, that's all I can say, Ken Levick. I was the man. And then I also had it on my shoulder. They treated uh-huh. my shoulder. I was having a, a chronic shoulder injury and just one session. And, it, and that was all, fi- all fixed up. You may have seen Dean and I do a radio show about it on television. That's True Freedom Therapy. Go to truefreedomtherapy.com, truefreedomtherapy.com. Uh, it, they can really, really, really help you. I'm telling you, guys and ladies, if you think that this is your way to finally like sit down your man and have the discussion like, I noticed something's off. Something's just different. I, I can't tell you how many women actually go into true freedom therapy or contact them and say hey i think this is good for my boyfriend or my husband or my partner and the consultation is free the uh, procedure is fda approved it's all there at true freedom therapy in palm beach gardens go to truefreedomtherapy.com that's truefreedomtherapy.com to get your free consultation all right so saturday night tyson fury beats deontay wilder again this time with the tko in the 11th round he knocked him down uh, did fury knocked down wilder at least five six times in this bout on saturday night but all around i mean the praise that both men receive fury for retaining the title and wilder for just not quitting taking a beating he probably should have been beaten in the fifth round and somehow willed his way into the late rounds it seemed like the uh the result was a mere formality but man what what did you you just uh, with all the work you do with uh, mma fighters but also your knowledge of boxing and you observing just as a fight expert why was Tyson Fury the last two fights just so superior to Deontay Wilder? Well, he's he's a clearly a better boxer, like technically, like he's a better technical boxer. And I, it was a lot closer than I thought it would be, because I thought there'd be normally when a technician figures out a wild guy, mm-hmm. Wilder, you know, yeah, no well, pun intended. Uh, right, right. But when they figure out a Wilder, a Wilder fighter, 
it's a little easier to get his rhythm and to start picking him apart. So it was a little closer than I thought. But I think the boxing gods have made it right for boxing for right now. They, I think they did boxing a big favor by allowing this fight to happen. Because remember, this is a fight that wasn't supposed to happen. Uh-huh. This is a fight that nobody wanted. They wanted they wanted Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua. And Joshua ended up losing And he two lost. Ago. And so then this fight had to happen. Yeah. And everyone thought, and then, you know, Wilder was a huge underdog. No one thought he would be able to last this long. He, he And he, he did very well in the fight. And I think that the biggest thing in this fight it was easy for people to relate to was the heart. Like, you didn't, mm-hmm. you didn't have to watch a a technical boxing match. I mean, you saw the heart. And that's something that anybody can relate to. Just the grit and the desire of a man to not give up. And you saw that in Wilder and you saw even that in Tyson Fury because he got knocked down a few times himself. Yeah. So like that, which made this fight so great because it was very, you could really relate to it and, and you can look at it and go, man, I, I wish I was in their shoes having a fight like this. What do we make now of Deontay Wilder though? Because before... He started uh, this trilogy with Tyson Fury. He was the next great boxing champion. He was the most feared heavyweight in the ring. He had taken uh, over from the Klitschko's as the main attraction in the heavyweight division and then probably should have knocked Tyson Fury out late in that first bout. Somehow Tyson Fury woke back up as he hit the canvas and got back up and uh, it ended up uh, going to a, a second bout and then a third bout. But what do we make of Deontay Wilder? Because that's back to back and yeah, he hung in there, but he took so much punishment and was so technically inferior. When we look back at Deontay Wilder, what do we think of him? Also, too, I think things are going to change with boxing because of fights like this. And the landscape of where combat sports are, especially with boxing, because prior to this and and, and like in the 80s, 90s, all they cared about was being undefeated, undefeated, Mm -hmm. undefeated, undefeated. You lose, you get sent way to the back. Now, fight fans are looking to be entertained. They want the quality. Yeah, they want they want good fights. They want to be entertained. So there's a lot of. So then now the pressure of being undefeated is no longer. So like Deontay Wilder doesn't have to be undefeated. He doesn't have to be the next He can undefeated. go fight his fights, be fight, entertaining. Yeah, be entertaining. And, and then, you huh. know, with things like Triller and the, the Jake Paul and Logan Paul, like people are more interested in being entertained with fights than seeing a guy go undefeated. And I think the landscape of boxing will change because of that. Uh, I want you to hear this. This was uh, on BT Sport out of England. Uh, this was the, the post match interview in the ring uh, with the BT Sport folks and Tyson Fury on Saturday night. And at the end, you went over to see him. What did you say to him? He said, well done. He said, I don't want to show any sportsmanship or respect. I said, no problem. Is that what he said to you? Are you surprised by that? Very surprised. Saw a loser, an idiot. Because you're all about respect. And and he showed guts, but not respect. That's bizarre. Do you know what? To be a top fighting man, you've got to show guts and respect. And he couldn't do it tonight. And that was it. So in case you needed a translation, because sometimes Tyson Fury is uh, not the easiest to understand in real time, uh, basically went over, wanted to shake Deontay Wilder's hand. Deontay Wilder wouldn't do it. And I'm assuming Tyson Fury paraphrasing that Deontay Wilder said he didn't want to do sportsmanship after the fight. I, I, I find that a little bit off-putting, but I'm also far removed. I, I watch uh, just sort of as a casual uh, fight fan but i i know i didn't love that especially after a hard fought blood spilled three bouts between them no i mean to be honest with you like at least you know he's real 
Like all the trash talk before. This is what gets me. Like these guys talk so much trash before, but then as soon as it's over, now they won't be best friends. Yeah. So like all the trash talk before, you know, he was legit and that's real to him. Now, give it a couple of days, maybe he might change his mind. But in the, in the, in moment, the moment, he's like, you know what? I just lost to this guy who I didn't like. That's fair. So that's fair. Uh, do you do you think that some of that, like after an MMA ma- about that that you're sitting, you're calling your feet away from, or even when you're in the corner, do you think some of that's inauthentic? That hey, good uh, good fight, hug it up. Do you do you dislike that a little bit? Yeah, especially when it's fake. Like you, I don't think you should fake it. I think if you really don't like a guy, don't fake it. Did you? you know, if you're gonna tra- if you're gonna talk trash before and you're and you're genuine about it, and then you fight and you sh- and you're not satisfied, you better keep that same uh, energy. I guess Masvidal and Ben Askren that was a, a great example of that. Like Masvidal, for sure, like Masvidal exactly. rubbed it. He that wanted was, to rub you know, it. That into was the energy because he was like, "Hey, you're gonna talk all this trash. You're gonna have to eat it." And you know, what Ben said, "Ben was like, I deserved it. I did sure. talk a lot of trash. That was what I had." So he wasn't torn up about no, it. No, he wasn't torn up. He wasn't like, "Oh, you're a poor sportsman." He was like, "Yo, I had it coming." I love the fact that you think that this is going to change boxing because the undefeated uh, moniker is going to mean a little bit less. Because For sure, now, 100%. so you, so so Triller and all these things, these celebrity fights, that ultimately ends up being a good thing for boxing because yes, it's going to provide sure. more outlets. It, it provides more outlets and just gives people more opportunities to be a uh, get used to watching fights. I gotta say that completely changed my perspective on on all of that, and I still think the Pauls are. Super annoying, and oh, tr- the fact that annoying. Triller is like putting all of its <laughs> its eggs in the Paul brother basket is wildly annoying to me. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah it's Showtime and yeah, Triller and all that yeah. stuff. Trust me, I, I'm not you know the biggest fans of them. I do respect what they're doing though, and and you know their way of handling it, but. You know, they're very annoying and immature. <laughs> that is that is an absolute fact. Uh, the RoofClaim.com, Boca Raton Bowl, December 18th, 11 a.m. at FAU Stadium. You're not going to want to miss this. Uh, last year, it was Zach Wilson and BYU beating up on UCF. Who's going to be the future high draft pick of tomorrow playing in this bowl? You're going to have to find out. It is the premier college football event in Palm Beach County, and it comes up December 18th, 11 a.m., brunch and ball. The Roof Roofclaim.com, Boca Raton Bowl. Go to uh, RoofclaimBocaRatonBowl.com. That's RoofclaimBocaRatonBowl.com to find out more about how you can be a part of the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl and how to get your tickets as well. Alongside Dean Thomas, UFC ESPN analyst. You'll hear him today as always on the home team, 3-5 to five, with Josh Cohen and Tina home team. Uh, Joe Rigotti, Captain Competent. I'm Ken Levick. And more after this. We're live on ESPN 106.3.